Hey friends, welcome back to Space for Life. What if 30 minutes each week could substantially change the quality of your weeks on a consistent basis? That's what this week's episode is all about from our greatest hits. I believe that this is one of the foundational uh, concepts to help change each one of our lives on a regular basis. It's a very simple, totally unique, customizable process for each person. But if practiced regularly, I believe it will qualitatively change your week. So I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode of The Greatest Hits from Season 1. Hi, everyone. I'm Patricia Clark, and I'm here with Tommy Thompson. And we are back doing some fun stuff today. I love this kind of podcast because Tommy's going to give us some really good practical tips to talk and deal with stress and our schedules and basically life in general, wherever you are, whether you're a student, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're working, whether you're retired, these are some really good tips for every stage of life. So this episode is called 30 Minutes to Your Best Week. It sounds, it sounds a little gimmicky, Tommy, but I, I trust that you're going to come through for us. Well, you know, a, a good gimmick helps every now and then. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it might need to go on a bulletin board, I mean, a, a billboard yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, well, they say that, you know, you, you have these gimmicky titles and, and people will listen to it. So we'll, we'll see if anybody does as a result of the gimmicky title. Now, this, this is, you know, all of these, uh, I call them sometimes life hacks or whatever they come up with. They're all just a result of stumbling, falling, trial and error over, you know, a lot of years to try to figure out something that uh, sustains, that works over time and makes a difference. And then when it does in my life, I go, well, maybe it might actually help someone else, you know, because it's making a difference for me. So um, at least for most of these things that uh, that we talk about, I'm only suggesting them because they've made a difference in my life and they've really helped me over the long haul. So you can call this a, a hack. I think it's one of the best systems and most important systems that a person can put into practice in their life if they want to move the needle, to really move forward. Well, I... I'm going to say what we're going to get is a little bit more than that, because you say these are just things you've tried. But you also if there was a Ph.D. in uh, I don't know what the degree would be called, like time management or efficiency or work habits, you would have it. I mean, you uh, you I like it because it's like a cure. We're getting curated content you know, you have art curators and they select the best art for their gallery and you are sort of curating, you've sifted through so many books that I would have liked to have read, but never will. And we're going to get the titrated content here. So one oh, of these nice. ideas, well, no, I, I mean that in that I think for those listening who also are not going to read these books, this is what, this is part of why we're listening. This is part of what we're getting. So right. Um, one of these, these things that you've picked up, this habit that you picked up is this 30 minute, uh, planning session. 
So tell me what that looks like for you and why it's so important. Yeah. So in the most simplistic sense of talking about it, to take it out of the uh, kind of the, the gimmicky thing, it's it's to incorporate in a in a very systematic way a weekly review into your routines. And I think it's more than a hack in that I've come to see the uh, incredible wisdom that is behind a weak unit. I mean, if you think about it, it's it's in the Bible. God, you know, when it talks about the creation, it was creation in a week. And I read in some book, I can't remember where it was, that I think it was in the 40s or 50s that France did an experiment of trying to move to a, a 10-day week. <laughs> and it miserably failed. Interesting. There's some genius and rightness about a seven-day period of time that enable it's it's enough time to look at a little bit larger scale, but not so much time that we can't handle the size huh. of the unit. So a seven-day is this amazing period of time that allows us, I think, to work and operate at our best. And I think where so many people uh, miss out in operating at their best is they may try really hard to manage their time well, but often they're managing solely on a 24-hour period. And 24-hour periods while it's important to get that period of time right also, is I found too small a unit of time to look at. I mean, some of my 24-hour periods might have six or seven, you know, meetings in a day, and then some are wide open. And what I accomplish in one day might be good and fine, but it's tiny in the, ske in the, in the bigger scheme of things. And so I've realized that, yes, I do need to manage each day well with priorities and things like that, but that the genius comes when I step back and look at the week ahead and the week behind me, and I look at the week as a unit. And I say 30 minutes because I've found, and I do this and been doing this for a long time, that it doesn't take any longer than that to get a good, deep, thorough look at what's ahead, maybe at what's behind you, and and to to go through this process and to tee the week up for it to be its best week. Okay, so I'm sitting down on Saturday or Sunday, and I've got 30 minutes, which I know for a lot of people with young kids that is a pipe dream, but let's say hypothetically you've got 10 minutes or whatever you've got. Yeah. What what am I doing with that time? How yeah. do I structure it? So uh, the, the first thing I would say is that everybody, if you're going to, if you're going to do this, you have to find your optimal time. 
for this. So I've talked to a lot of people about this idea. And some people say, well, it's Friday afternoon. Some people it's Friday morning because then they can begin to kind of position the week. Some people want to do it Monday, Sunday, Saturday. It it doesn't really, in my mind, matter when. It's just that you do it at a consistent time that enables you to look ahead in some sort of organized fashion. So for me, it's Saturday morning. Yeah, I'm at a stage of life that I can do that. So that works for me. So um, some of the things that I'll, I'll share in terms of what have worked for me are just things that work for me. They may not be the same things that need to be in your 30-day weekly review. So this is this is a great opportunity for creativity about what's going to help you look forward in the best, most hopeful, most productive manner. So these are the things that have worked for me. So I, I'm going to kind of go over them a little bit quickly, and then we can talk about the, you know, what they mean and what other things we might add into them. One of the things that I do uh, every week is I establish weekly goals. So uh, in I look ahead and I look at the nature of the week, how busy it's going to be, you know, what are the elements in it? And I establish just a few, usually, uh, let's say, three to five, goals that I want to accomplish in the week. In that three to five, I always prioritize them and have one that's the most important thing I need to do that week. Okay. So three to five goals, you prioritize the goals, and then you identify the one that's the most important. Right. Okay. That's good. And then I'm going to, I'm going to ask you questions about these after you've gone through them, but I'd love to hear all of them first. Yeah. So Another thing that I do during that time is actually look at the goals that I've established for for my for my year. Mm-hmm. This so, is an advanced level right here, where you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and and we've got uh, podcast sessions on setting these goals, and we'll probably get back into that, uh, you know, as we get into the fall. But uh, I do a review of the things that I have said are most important to me. Mm-hmm. So I have a life mission, as you know. And I review that. I just read through it every single week. So 52 times a year, I'm going to look at what I believe is who God created me to be and what he's created me to do. I just look at it. Don't have to do anything with it. Just look at it. Mm-hmm. So I do the same thing with my guiding principles, which I've come up for. And then I do the same thing with the goals that I've set up for the year. And a lot of times it's just a quick glance at them. Every now and then it's just this little nudge to say, he hadn't done anything in this direction. And it's that review done 52 times, which gives the possibility of goals actually working Mm -hmm. in our lives. So I make sure every single week that I'm looking at those goals uh, the the few goals that I've said I'm committing my year to. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at my purpose. I then also plan my week. 
So I look uh, both, I plan my schedule and I plan my priorities. I've already kind of talked about, you know, having goals for the week, but also look at the week and I see, you know, what do I need to do? You know, what needs to go where? What's missing in the week? What haven't I thought about? And I block out my time as it's supposed to look for the week so that hopefully when I get into the days, I'm kind of on automatic. You know, I know what's already scheduled. I'm not figuring it out from scratch. I've kind of pre-thought through the way that the week's going to flow. Now, it always changes, but I'm 75% there, you know, once I've taken a look at the week. And it's, it, again, it's it's not that hard to do. And one of the one of the things that I plan out is for me when I'm going to do my exercise. Hmm. So I'm one of those people who bucks the trend of saying you got to exercise at the same time every day. And I think it's actually right, but it just hadn't worked for me and I'm not there. That'll be another episode. So I block out when I'm going to get my exercise because my my days are every single day is very different from one another. So I have to find the little places. So I block out the exercise. Again, a lot of times life doesn't work out that way, but I'm so much further ahead because I've done that. And if I've looked at the big picture of my mission and my goals for the year, and I planned out my week like that, uh, it helps me immensely. Then the one other most recent little addition into there is I list my accomplishments. Hmm. So I've found that there's this amazing sense of satisfaction when I think, just think in my mind about a previous week, I tend to beat myself up and go, well, you didn't get anything hmm. done. You know, I can't remember what, in the, how in the world did you use any of your time this week? But when I stop, and I'll do this with my calendar in hand and look back and make a little bullet point list or a small little paragraph. I realize I, I got a few things done this week. Mm. And so there's a sense of accomplishment that comes along with it. So it's reviewing the week in the past. And it's also kind of looking forward and saying, you know, what, what am I, what do I want to do this week? You know, I, I love that last one you mentioned because we can all get down on ourselves. It's kind of in the air we breathe. I think in the world these days we get down on ourselves. And to take time to list things that you're grateful for and list your accomplishments, I think that's a wonderful way to sort of lift your thinking from being negative to being positive. And another thing I've done is, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about this passage in the Bible where Jesus says, cast all your cares, or it's not Jesus who says that. I can't remember where it Peter. is. Peter. Peter. Did Peter say it? It's yeah. in Peter. Cast it, your burdens. Yeah, he wrote yeah. it, but he, yeah, he yeah, wrote it in he first wrote Peter. It. Cast all your cares upon him for he cares about you. And I've been thinking about the idea of casting because I'm at the river a lot, I'm at the beach, we see people casting and it's a full thrust, throwing, cast, and it's over and over. And I, so one of the things, not to tangent too much here, is that when I'm thinking back over things I'm grateful for or my accomplishments, it's also a time where you can see how God has answered past prayers. And I've noticed that recently, like just today, something happened. And I thought, you know what? I was, I prayed about that a month ago. 
I prayed for that person in the specific way a month ago. And it was something I was quite burdened by, but I was learning that verse about not carrying burdens, but casting them onto him. And when we cast our burdens, we can let them go. And in this reflection time in a week, for me, this is has a spiritual component to it. And I can give get, feel gratefulness, look at my own accomplishments, and also just take note of the work of God in my life. That's so good. That's so good. And that's that's what I mean. I, I really offer the little list that I've offered more as an example rather than saying this is what you need to be doing mm-hmm. in it because it's applying your uniqueness and creativity and what's important to you that's going to make that the most meaningful time. So, you know, there there can be that prayer element, the casting of future cares, the remembering, you know, God's faithfulness that can be part of it. There could be all sorts of other things that are important to you. You might decide, you know, that's the time you think about who is it that I need to get in touch with, mm. you know, to make contact mm. with all sorts of ways. So I, my encouragement would be to, to apply as much creativity to what it looks like as you possibly can. But what I've come to believe is in the value of the exercise in and of itself that regardless of what you do with it, that when we stop for a, a fairly brief moment on a regular basis and look forward and look back and give some intentionality, we are so much better off. And when I think about it and as I've experienced it, when you do this 52 times in a year, and 52 times in a year, you think about what's important for the next week. And 52 times in a year, you list what you've accomplished. And 52 times in a year, you're grateful. These are the things that that give context to our lives. And so I, I think that seven-day time frame is, is, a, is a God time frame for us to pay attention to. And I think this idea of a weekly review, whatever you want to call it, is, is I've found it to be an incredibly helpful way to be at my best. Well, I want to share an illustration that you actually gave me several years ago, uh, and it's about, I'm sure many people have heard this before, but it's about a jar with rocks. So essentially what you taught me is if you look at your week, you've got this empty jar and consider what the important things are that you want to get done, the non-negotiables, the the big things. And those are the big rocks. And if you put them in and then allow the rest of the less important things to be the fillers, you'll make sure you get those big rocks in. Whereas if you allow life to just happen, all the little fillers, then there won't be space for those bigger rocks. And to add to that illustration, it's almost like what you're saying is we have two jars in this 30-minute period at the beginning of the week or the end of the week. And the first jar is your last week. And you dump it out and you say, hey, 
look what I did, look at the rocks that I accomplished or what maybe what I didn't accomplish and what I'd like to still accomplish. And then you almost use that as research or data to help you plan your next week and fill your next jar. Absolutely. And uh, as we talk about so much on this podcast, the, the point of that looking back is not to beat ourselves up, is to be able to actually look um, in a very relaxed, um, almost objective way and say, hmm, there were some good things. There were some not as good things. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Life's okay. And continue to move forward. So it, it ideally should be a very grace-filled look backwards to allow us to go forward with the right kind of hope and attitude instead of the grind that sometimes can be. Well, and something I've been learning recently is that if you have worked on something for a long time and it's too heavy, it's too hard for you, you're not making any headway, We talked about this a couple of podcasts ago. Maybe it's time to look outside of yourself. Maybe that tool is not in your toolbox and it's time to, you know, hire a coach or um, reach reach out to a mentor or maybe you need a group of friends to do this alongside of you, whatever it is. But we spend so much time in this kind of one of two lanes where we're either beating ourselves up for not being who we want to be or grinding our nose to the stone, trying to do more. And then we just kind of give up. And I I don't know, maybe it's just, I've come to this place where like, if I can't do it, it's time to ask for help. Yeah, and and what I've seen so often is that the, the daily time that I do is too small a period of time for me to, to, to get any distance from what's going on. But I can't tell you the number of times on the weekly review, the weekly time, that I somehow get hold of what I think is a really meaningful insight. Sometimes it might be about uh, you know my purpose and what I'm doing or goals or something that needs to happen. It happens all over the board, but that, again, that Seven day time frame gives us just enough space. It's it's like the uh, the three bears or whatever. Oh right, not too yeah. much, not too little. Not, yeah, exactly. It's just the right amount of time that the right things can happen as we begin to think. So, uh, I would I would I guess as much as I can do this, you know, over a podcast, I would love to challenge the people who are listening to this to try this, try this for, if you, if you could commit to one month of doing it, figure out the time that you need to do this, you know, same time every week and do it for one month, figure out the elements you want and and try it. I'm convinced that this is one of the big game changers in helping us find the best weeks. Well, that's great. Super helpful. So 30 minutes to your best week, look at your goals, look at your accomplishments, shortfalls, gratitude, that's a time of reflection. Look at your purpose, plan your week with schedules and priorities. And for Tommy, he plans his exercise. For me, I'd add plan my menus. So everyone (laughs) needs to personalize it. Exactly. All right, thanks everyone. Thanks for listening and we'll, uh, we'll be back soon. Thanks so much. 
Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you found it helpful and encouraging in your journey. Before you leave, I wanted to let you know of two things. First, if you are looking for more helpful content like this, visit TommyThompson.org. There you will find resources created to help you find space in your life. Second, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you would take a minute to leave a review. This helps other people find the show as well. 